You're listening to the Habitology Podcast with Melanie White, and today I want to talk about celebrating success. I know it's been a wild, crazy ride of a year, and I'd like to talk to you about something a little fun. I got thinking about this today because I was speaking to a client who was feeling a bit down about what was going on in her life, all of the things that she's failing about. She's tired. It's the end of a hard year. It's been a hard slog. She's struggling and she's just, in her words, trying to get through the next few weeks and she can't wait for the new year. I've heard a lot of people saying stuff like that. As she started to tell me all of the things that are going wrong for her or not working or that she's upset about, I asked her to pause there and to rather say, well, what's going right? Tell me about what's going right. It was interesting that she started off well down that path, but then she kept diverting back to the failures and I kept steering her back to the successes and after a few false starts she ended up rattling off a huge list of successes and then the failures became relatively small in her eyes. She felt better. She realised that she'd been over focusing on the negative and that there was still so much more to celebrate than there was to worry about. Are you feeling like it's been a tough year? Like you're in a bit of a funk? Well, strap yourself in because I propose that there's a lot to celebrate. Even though it's been a really difficult year for a lot of people, there have been some really significant moments in the world, some huge improvements and some things that have gone well in your life. In my experience, very few people take the time to truly celebrate success and focus on what's gone right. And I want to invite you to do that right now, even if just for the next few minutes. No matter who you are or what your life is like, I want to talk about what's gone well for you. There are definitely some things. Let's just ask the question, though, why do we need to bother to celebrate success? Is it really that important? Well, I say yes, it is. It's fundamental to our mental and emotional health. Sure, you can sometimes go down that negative pathway, the woe is me pathway, the nothing is working pathway. That happens to all of us. But I want you to know that you can flip things around. You can get out of that funk. You can recognize your successes and very, very quickly work out that things aren't so bad, that you did better than you thought, and that maybe there's some hope that you can move on. It's really important to acknowledge here that the basic psychology is that your thoughts dictate your feelings, actions, and results. You have the opportunity to catch the negative thoughts to flip them before they become a rabbit hole that you fall into and rather to focus on what is working. That way you can quickly start to feel more positive, more hopeful. You can dig yourself out of the funk and you can start to feel more in control of yourself and your life. Further to that, you're going to be nicer to be around, feeling more abundant, more able to give, being able to better receive and to be there for the people in your life, and to be there for yourself. So with all that in mind, I want to talk about two types of successes that we can celebrate. There are those big picture global or at least national successes and your own. So let's start by talking about those bigger picture successes of 2020. Yes, the bushfires and pandemic lockdown made it a long, difficult and painful year. And I want to acknowledge how hard it's been for some people and to state clearly that I'm not in any way trying to diminish that. 
But I also want to look at some of the upsides of these tumultuous events. The first one is that mental health and well-being has entered the spotlight this year and it's become an important focus in our community and our workplaces. And as a result of this at the global level, mental health is getting significantly more attention, funding and recognition as a serious and chronic affliction. In future, we're going to get better funding, better frameworks and initiatives, and they're going to help us to better manage and hopefully mitigate mental health and wellbeing issues. I personally feel very lucky to be working for Philia Labs in Melbourne, and they are a medtech startup company that's set to lead the way in mental health management and prevention. I'm super excited about fixing this broken system. We've had a system that has been limping along for a long time with lots of holes, with departments not talking to each other, with holes that our patients are falling through. And this stuff that's happened this year is going to really create momentum in the right direction. So I'm super excited about that because mental health and wellbeing is hugely important and there are some significant issues in this space. So I'm really looking forward to what happens next year. The second thing that's happened is some of the old archaic work systems have moved into the future. There are plenty of big companies and small companies around that have been using slow, outdated, manual, clunky systems. And those companies have been forced to go digital, to pivot into the online space and or to upgrade and streamline. One example of this is in the health and wellbeing space. We've seen this translated into the growth and development of telehealth and connecting more people to opportunities and to connect with professionals. So that's really exciting. And that's just one example of many systems that have changed. I also wanna say that I went into a cafe a while ago and I was able to order on my phone and have it delivered to my table. That would never have happened if not for this pandemic. And not that that's any huge thing, but what it tells me is that necessity is the mother of invention and this pandemic has forced us to get creative and to find ways of doing things more efficiently, uh, to focus more on customer service, to give better experience to people and to connect people. Another thing that's gone well is that we've really discovered what's important to us as individuals. I've seen reports of hordes of people, young people in their 30s, leaving cities to set up their families in quieter, calmer lifestyle country towns. And those economies are thriving. It's breathing new life into our regional areas. Aside from that, we're spending more time with friends and family, less time commuting, and we're picking up hobbies that had, we thought had been lost forever. We've discovered how valuable connection is, how much we love being outside in nature, and we're truly appreciating the wonderful places and spaces on our doorsteps. I've spoken to people who've just expressed such joy at something simple like being able to go camping with their kids for a couple of days or to be outside and go to the beach on a sunny day. The amount of gratitude and focus on those really simple, basic, important principles, I think has been a huge win at this time. Another success is that we've learned how to work from home. I did this 12 years ago and it was a slog. I moved from a city to a country town where I was working purely online. 
We didn't have Zoom back then. It was on the phone or Skype. And I found it really hard to adapt from being in a busy office where I was the boss to a home environment where I was the one-man band. Wow, that was hard. And a lot of people have been forced to do that this year. And I, I feel for you guys, if this is you, I know what it's like. But look at how we found innovative and creative ways to keep the work going, to stay connected with work, to develop new ways of working that are sustainable going forward. Maybe we're going to have less commuting time, more time with our families, better work-life balance. And just saying the renovations have gone mad. People are paying more attention to what their personal space is like and making their homes more warm, functional and livable. There's been so much innovation in those areas. On the subject of work, another success is that we've realised our transferable skills. So yes, I get it that a lot of people have lost their jobs this year, but some industries have helped their staff to get jobs in other industries where they can transfer their existing skills and use them in new ways. And that's really exciting. When you can see your strengths and understand your capacity for doing a variety of things, it helps you to feel better as a person, to have more self-worth and self-efficacy, to feel like a valued member of the community. And to know that there is that safety net of being agile enough to be able to switch into another role. So, so there are some people in the community that have had that experience. I think also we've become better at building and being part of community. So many people this year have realised the value of being involved in their local communities. So many people have given generously to those who are less fortunate and it's created bonds that might never have existed if not for the events of this year. I know for me personally, when the bushfires hit in early 2020, I initially realised how alone I was. And I was separated from my family and friendships that I'd have had for my lifetime. They're all in WA and we couldn't even communicate because there was no internet, no mobile reception for several days. But apart from that, what I discovered was a connection with some local people and that really fast-tracked those relationships. After what we've been through together, I know now that I have some lifelong friends that I can totally trust and rely on through our shared experience and support. Those friendships might have taken years to develop or they may not have developed at all if not for what happened early this year. The events of 2020 have really brought us together and I feel more connected than ever to my local community. I think another great success is that we've let go of what doesn't serve us. Now, I know that there were several people who are unhappy in jobs or relationships or life situations who have let go of those things and pursued something that's way more meaningful to them. The circumstances we've faced this year forced some people to make some really hard decisions to let go and move on. They might have sold their businesses, gotten divorced, gotten back together, or moved. I can think of a few people I know in that category, and I'm happy to report that those people are doing well. They're thriving and they're thrilled with their new lives because they're pursuing something that fits more with who they are, where they'd like to be in future. And so these are just a few of the success, successes that have happened at that bigger picture level. Now I wanna ask you about your successes this year. What have they been? I invite you to reflect on the strengths that you've had to draw on. Maybe courage, creativity, compassion, 
empathy, generosity, fairness, or love, or some other thing, organization, justice. It could be many things, many strengths that you've been able to use this year. And I'd encourage you to think about all the opportunities that you've had in those areas. And then for all the times you've had to draw on strengths to get through something, what's that created for you? What do you have now that you might not have had if not for the circumstances of this year? What have you let go of? What have you gained? Think carefully. I invite you to really reflect on this and to say, hey, yeah, it's been a hard year, but you've walked away with some stuff. And I really invite you to acknowledge those things. Just to wrap up this episode today, I've talked about the fact that a lot of things have changed this year. I've talked about the fact that it's tempting to go down the path of what's going wrong and what hasn't worked and to get stuck there. But the reality is there have been so many things that have changed this year and many successes. We've seen a spotlight shift towards mental health and well-being, better systems, meaning and purpose, being more efficient, being more agile with transferable skills, building community and letting go. They're pretty big things if you think about it. And they're going to equip us to be more resilient and to handle what life throws at us in future. I hope you have a really merry Christmas and a happy new year, that you take stock of all that you've achieved and gained this year and that you pull that together and decide what you want for yourself, your loved ones, your life next year. I'll talk about that in a coming episode. But for now, I'll see you soon. And thanks for listening.